I'm Tom from the Ballpark Bros. Here's Mike. This next presentation on the Four-Eyed Radio Network is brought to you by Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off on your order. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. I would like to know whose icon is who so I know who's speaking. Oh, okay, sure. Let me, I mean, I do have my cam, so. Sure, I can turn my camera on, I think, and hopefully that won't mess with it. Oh, we also don't have to have cameras. I just, who's Zach and who's Eric? Okay, I am Eric. Okay. And I'm Zach. Yay. We're basically brothers. I mean, two bigger (laughs) guys with glasses and facial hair. (laughs) They just clone us is what happens, really. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour, episode 123, Ranger Nation interview, Renegade Studios, Heroes of the Grid, recorded on August 27th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Send Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as b 47 And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. Today we are interviewing Danny Lowe, Associate Marketing Manager for Renegade Game Studios. Renegade currently has a Kickstarter for the new Power Rangers game, Heroes of the Grid. Welcome to Ranger Command Power Hour, Danny. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Zach, you met Danny at this past couple weekends ago at Power Morphicon. Yeah, I was kind of wandering the floor, seeing everything to be seen, and I, of course, had to wander over to Renegade's booth because (laughs) they were demoing the game. And unfortunately, while my busy schedule at PMC did not allow me time I wanted to sit down and play test, I did meet Danny and get to talk to her and relay our excitement for the game and, of course, offer her the chance to come on the show and help hype up the game a little bit. Not that it needs that much help with the hype, because it is incredibly, (laughs) incredibly (laughs) successful with the fans and the Kickstarter campaign, but still, we're excited and we're happy to have you here, Danny. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. The game is a lot of fun. I'm glad you stopped by, and I'm super sad that you didn't get to try it. I am too. I, yeah, I was me like, too. <laughs> I really want to set up time and play, but uh, I got to go do this thing. Yeah, it was a super busy show for everyone. Yeah, and my wife actually got to go by the booth. She didn't get to play, but she really loved all the miniatures, and I saw the miniatures too, and the sculpting on them looks incredible. The miniatures are beautiful. Thanks. And those were just um, the rough samples from the printer. Like some of them were rushed in soft plastic, so they weren't quite as detailed as we wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. And the others were just in resin, so brittle, not the same quality that's going to be in the box. So yeah, I'm glad you like them because they're going to be even better in the final game. That's so cool. So just to catch everyone up on what Heroes of the Grid is, it's this Kickstarter for a cooperative-based game that features the Power Rangers. Yeah. What I want to know is, how did this game come about? Was this a license that Renegade was pursuing, or did Saban Brand slash Hasbro seek Renegade out? Mm, That's a good question. So Saban approached us, actually, as Renegade. They're like, would you like to make a Power Rangers game? And we were like, that's not even a question. Of course we <laughs> um, So we weren't actively looking, but we've worked with licensors before. Um, it's mm-hmm. something that we are familiar with and that Scott, our president, is supremely experienced in. So it wasn't a scary thing for us to say yes to. Sure. But we didn't have a game in mind. We knew it had to be cooperative because Power Rangers, right? We're a team working together. 
we have to sync the day. So we approached some designers. We found Jonathan Ying, who is an experienced game designer. He's worked on Dune, Imperial Assault, great games already. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, he's an enormous Power Rangers fan. So <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Oh, wow. That all kind of works out. So one of our listeners, uh, Matt DeWater at uh, MD Water, he wanted to know because this came about during the Saban slash Hasbro transition, did any of that affect development of the game at all? Or was it just kind of a smooth transition? And was anyone at Renegade worried about Hasbro being on board with it since they also make games? Mm. Well, first of all, Matt, quick shout out. Thank you for (laughs) asking the question. He's super involved on the Kickstarter page in our Facebook group. He's always posting and asking questions. So (laughs) I appreciate you, Matt. To answer the question, though, we weren't worried. It's been great working with Hasbro. They are taking Power Rangers to a whole new level and really Mm -hmm. breathing new life into the brand. So we're all excited about that. And it seems like the fans are, too, um, especially after all the announcements at PMC. (laughs) But they've been a really amazing resource for us because... Mm They know everything about Power Rangers, (laughs) all the deep cut monsters and whatnot. They're like, you have to include this guy in this guy. We're like, whoa, I haven't even heard this guy. Um, So you have them to thank. Also, we didn't worry because a bunch of the people we were working with at Saban also transitioned to Hasbro, like Jason, who's awesome. So all in all, a fantastic experience. Yeah, that's awesome. So aside from Jonathan, who designed the game, we see a lot of passion coming from Renegade about this game, especially your presence at Morphicon. So Mm. are there others in the company that are already fans of Power Rangers? (laughs) Yes, yes and no. Some of us (laughs) have learned to love the brand as we have developed this game. Mm -hmm. Scott, he's a humongous nerd. (laughs) <laughs> uh, in the back whenever we have skype calls um he's just got toys and comics figures behind him so he was already a fan i for example wasn't familiar with it i didn't grow up with it i was born 93 so we grew up at the same time <laughs> i didn't watch very many episodes now though i'm like oh yeah plutocorn he's the most amazing monster and i have a favorite <laughs> so we are all becoming fans. We all have our own Power Rangers shirts now. So, yeah, we're Power Ranger Nation. That is awesome. Another one of our listeners, Adam, at LittleAdam87, said that it was a pleasure to meet the team at Paramorphicon, and uh, he can't wait to get the game and start playing. His hey. question is, what is the most surprising aspect that you learned about the Power Rangers brand while working on the game? Oh, I like this question. Besides all of the... all of the monsters that are super creative very unique what i've enjoyed learning the most is how much of a community the power rangers fans are and how they really encapsulate the morals that the power rangers teach us so teamwork cooperation acceptance inclusivity that has been the most pleasant surprise to me yeah it's not often that you find a community based on the show and have it just be this pure, um, this pure goodness. That's been really refreshing. 
Yeah, and PMC must have been huge for Renegade, just because you guys had such a large presence there, and you got to interact with the fans one-on-one. How was that experience, just immediately interacting with your target audience, essentially? Yeah, it was really special, because most everyone knew more about the game than, or the, the characters than I did, but they weren't rude about it, they just immediately, like, you like Power Rangers. Yes, I do. Like, let's just talk about all the things we love and all these exciting things. And, oh, you don't know this character? Let me tell you exactly why you should love him. So <laughs> it was great. We don't normally get that. I loved everyone I met at PMC. And they came from all over the place, all over the country, from all walks of life. It was a really amazing experience. Oh, that's awesome. So let's get right to the Kickstarter. So Tell us some details about what's going on with the Kickstarter right now. Sure. So we are at the end of week two. We launched on August 14th. Our goal was 100000 and we surpassed that in seven and a half hours. That's incredible. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. We were a little shocked, too. Just I spent the whole morning refreshing the Kickstarter page. <laughs> Holy crap, we're at this number now. I really think that speaks to the fandom and their their ability oh, yeah. to recognize a good product and immediately like get on board. Mm, yeah, very true. We're super grateful for their excitement. Because if you guys who are Power Rangers experts, if you're into this, then we've done something right. Yeah. So we funded in day one. We're two weeks in and we're at almost 350. While we're talking, we're at 347. Oh, now we're at 1,801 backers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got 10 days to go. It's going to run until September 6th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, and so if you're listening to this on Saturday when this episode comes out, there will actually be five days uh, left in the Kickstarter. So definitely try and support it if you're not on board yet. There's a lot of great levels to pledge at. Yeah, now we have four pledge levels. We started with three, but we've got a lot of feedback from backers and viewers, and so we tried to implement that. So we have one tier that's just the base game. If that's all you want, you don't want any add-ons, just the base game. We have one that's uh, slightly higher than that, that has the base game and stretch goals of all the Kickstarter exclusive characters. If you are a completionist, we have base game plus the two Kickstarter exclusive expansions, which are Green with Evil, which has the evil Green Ranger, and White Light, which has the White Ranger, which I think people are pretty excited about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. And then our last pledge level is the Morphin Master All-In, which gets you everything I mentioned plus all of our add-ons. So the add-ons are really cool things like the Shattered Grid um, expansion, which comes with the Hyperforce characters, all those rangers. Dice a Megazord figure, which is 200 millimeters, which wow. converts to eight inches. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's real big. I don't know if you two saw it at PMC. Yeah, I did. And I, I was just surprised, like just the level of detail in it was really cool. Oh yeah. man, that was the soft plastic too. Like he's uh, going to so much better. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm actually at the all-in level, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, we're both huge fans of this, and Zach also lives close to me, relatively close, so we're both very excited to like get a group of people and just play the heck out of this game when it comes out. <laughs> 
I had to go all in. At least one of us had to go all in. I was going to say, I know we're definitely planning uh, when the game releases to do some kind of live playthrough for the podcast. So we're looking forward to that. Which ranger are you going to play as? Do you have Uh, I gotta go with Billy, Blue Ranger, my, my yes! all-time classic go-to. <laughs> yes, he's my fave, too. <laughs> and since he stole mine, I'm gonna... <laughs> so much Billy love. <laughs> I'll probably go with the good version of Tommy. Mm, mm. Well, we just unlocked him. We unlocked the exactly. green character Saturday morning, I think. Yeah. So, Bob Galinsky at Penn's Fan Bobby G asked, if stretch goals aren't met... Is there a possibility that they could become future add-ons for purchase? Mm, Okay, so we have a bunch of stretch goals, right? And hopefully by the end of the campaign, uh, we'll have met all of them. Mm -hmm. But we have a bunch that we've teased that we haven't posted to the campaign yet. But we've, we've been working on a lot of things behind the scenes. If we don't reach all of the stretch goals that we have planned, revealed or not revealed, we will use them in some capacity. It just won't be through the Kickstarter. So they won't be Kickstarter exclusives because the whole point of stretch goals is to make them available for everyone who supported us. But Mm -hmm. if we don't reach Goldar for some reason, that would make me very sad. He (laughs) will likely be available through other means. I also noticed um, one of the other pledge levels is for local game stores. So for anyone that's listening that might own a game store, could you tell us a little bit about what the requirements are for that? Sure. So... We love to support our local game stores. They support us. They get games to our players, which is what we all want. So we've tried to make the retail pledge really easy for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have a brick-and-mortar store, so not an online store. You have to have players in a shop. It's just a $300 base deposit, and then you can order cases in the pledge manager that we'll send out after the campaign officially closes on September 6th. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And if they need more information there, I mean, those are very vague, broad details. For more information, they can email us at info at renegadegames.com or just message us through the Kickstarter. Yeah, I have a friend of mine who is a, a store manager of a, a local game store, and he is also a very huge Power Rangers fan. And he <laughs> immediately was on my Facebook like, dude, if I can convince the owner of the store to go in on this, would you buy some? And I said, of course I would. <laughs> okay. No, it's a great deal because as a retailer, if you back the Kickstarter, you have access to all the stretch goals and exclusives. So that's the only way to get them in your store. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So any more maybe little details about the Kickstarter that people may not know about? Well, we keep announcing new things. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that we recently announced that I personally am very, very excited about is the addition of Alpha 5 to each pledge level. Yes. Um, we decided to do this while we were at PMC. Like, this was not something that we had planned for months and months. Mm-hmm. It happened over a breakfast meeting at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes! He's my favorite. I love him so much. I have a sticker of him on my laptop. That's awesome. (laughs) He adds a new mechanic to the game. He's a support character. He'll have his own deck. He'll help buff up the rangers at various locations. That sounds like a lot of fun. His cards obviously say, ay, 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 ay. (laughs) (laughs) And also it was announced that it was part of the week celebration for the Kickstarter, but also Renegade Games' fourth anniversary. Congrats for that. Thanks. 
yeah, it's super exciting. We've all been in the industry for a little while now. Scott's been in the industry for forever, but Renegade itself is only four years old. We forget about that sometimes. It seems like we've been around much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and then what about something that was announced at PMC? And I was in the audience when they announced this, As and I was, was like, I. yes. <laughs> yeah, we all were like, yes. <laughs> So for those of you who are not in the audience, we announced the addition of Cyclopsis as another 8-inch figure to face Megazord. He is an add-on, so you just pay a few extra dollars Mm -hmm. and you get another Mega figure. And he and Megazord will have their own mechanics in the game. We haven't talked about that so far, but Mm -hmm. that's part of what we're doing. What I'm doing tonight with the Renegade team at a local game store, we're playtesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. We might have some more details about that to reveal by the end of the campaign, but I can't promise that. Okay. And then also on August 23rd, Renegade announced a whole bunch of additional stretch goals. The Retro Ranger cards, which are already unlocked, mm-hmm. Robo Goat, <laughs> the Double Sided Command Center and Punch Board upgrade, Primator, and also Rhino Blaster. So can you give us a a little bit more details about these additional stretch goals? Yeah, so the Retro Ranger cards, each ranger has their own power that's unique to them, gives them a different play style. Like our boy Billy, he's a defensive character. He's a tank, essentially. So you have your own card in front of you that details your your ability. Mm -hmm. The Retro Ranger cards have different art. That's it. We have those for the five Mighty Morphin Rangers. We'll have one for the White Ranger and one for the Hero Green Ranger. Now, do the Retro Ranger cards have different abilities compared to the regular cards? I don't believe so, but if I'm incorrect, I will let you know. Okay, cool. Those three monsters that we added. There are some deep cuts there. Yeah. Which one was surprised about? Well, I was just surprised at RoboGoat because I don't think all of these have ever received... Well, I know Rhino Blaster had a, a toy form. I remember having a Rhino Blaster toy, but Primator and, and RoboGoat, I don't think, were ever released in any kind of toy form originally. So... To me, that's like, wow, that's awesome. We finally get a a physical representation of of these classic monsters. Exactly, yeah. Seeing these monsters who had one episode or maybe a cameo in in a big monster shot in another episode, but like these monsters that are so ingrained in our nostalgia for some reason and seeing them in this game is like, okay, this group gets it. They get what we as fans want in this game. Well, that's awesome. That's actually thanks to Hasbro, right? I told Mm -hmm. you, they know everything, and they listen to their fans. They're really involved in the community. I don't know if you've been... Oh, you're on Twitter, but they're always talking, Jason especially. Mm -hmm. So it makes me laugh when people are like, whoa, this guy, I heard of him the one time, and he has his own figure. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, thanks, Hasbro. Like, they get it. They know what people are excited about. And they're educating us, too. Tell us a little bit more about this double-sided command center card. I don't know, because we're redesigning it right now. Oh, okay. I can talk punch board, though. It's less exciting. (laughs) (laughs) The punch board is exciting for me, because I always like upgrades like this that improve the quality of the product. And, you know, when you have a board game like this, you want to take care of it. But it's nice. It's, like, more satisfying to have a thicker stock. Yeah. It is true. It's going to be chunkier. It's going to last longer. Just Mm -hmm. all around more satisfying. Just like with the dice upgrade. Originally, they're just opaque. 
which is fine. Most dice are, but having them be translucent, see-through, colorful, shiny, it's even better. Yeah, it's got like that kind of transporter effect when, or morphing <laughs> effect or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so Edward Sanchez at Edward is the man, he wanted to know, was there any particular Power Rangers character or monster that was the hardest to make into a miniature form? Mm, the Rangers themselves are not super complicated like they're just people they don't have hair because they have their their helmets on so you'd Mm -hmm. think it's simple however each figure has gone through multiple rounds of revisions first we put them in what we call t-pose where it's just like they're standing upright and they have their arms out right so we can see all those details and approve them before we put them into their action pose so already there that's a couple rounds We at Renegade design their sculpts, then we pass it over to Hasbro, who, with their extensive knowledge of all of the comics and all of the TV episodes, they'll be like, nope, you forgot to add this part, it's super important, her cape isn't long enough, you forgot this fringe over here. So some of the sculpts have gone through over 10 revisions, Oh wow! even the Rangers, because once we put them in their pose, we want to make sure that their personality comes across correctly. Mm-hmm. that their scale as well compared to each other. People have been asking about the size of the putties compared to the rangers and how the rangers are a little bit bigger. They're like, in the show, they're all just people in costumes, so they should be the same height, right? But the rangers are heroes, and we want them to be dramatic. Yeah. And, and yeah. Now, plus, there's going to be a lot of putties on the board, so having them <laughs> oversized would be a little bit much. As for whichever one was the hardest to make, Madame Woe was tricky, because she's mm. these long fingernails that are really fragile. So we actually didn't have her out on the tables at PMC. Mm-hmm. We had 10 figures of Madame Woe. We had a bunch of woes, <laughs> but <laughs> her fingers were breaking and it was sad. But uh, in the final game with the stronger plastic um, oh, sure. posing, it'll be all thumbs up. Siri Jenkins at almighty underscore CRJ says, of the Power Rangers monsters that you looked at, not necessarily the ones you chose. Which ones do you think are the best looking? Oh, goodness. Like the ones we have figures for? Yeah, or ones that uh, you were thinking about adding. Mm. Basically, just like what monsters do you think are have a really cool look about them? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a, a really good answer to this. And my answer is um, Pudgy Pig. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Pudgy Pig is a classic. Personally, he freaks me out real bad. <laughs> Everyone joke. They're like, I'm going to put Pudgy on your nightstand so you wake up oh, and sleep. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. His tusks that aren't tusks that are actually arms, oh, does not sit well with me. <laughs> like, I've seen these episodes, and in the episodes, he's um, not quite as menacing or disturbing. So he, I think, looks really good as a figure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I recently got the pop of him. <laughs> they just came out. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah, it's still kind of, like, creepy in a way. <laughs> One that I wanted to ask, the monster that creeps me out the most that surprisingly isn't on this game is uh, Eye Guy. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, I've, heard, I've seen a bunch of comments about that. <laughs> and I wasn't familiar with him. Uh, just the other day I saw a picture, and I was like, hmm. interesting mini (laughs) if you think about it as a mini he would just be a bunch of spheres 
<laughs> and I, I don't know how hard that would be to paint. Um, Painting-wise, it'd probably be fine because all of our minis are oversized, mm-hmm. which is nice for newbies because there's more room. You don't necessarily need a magnifying glass to get all the detail. <laughs> I could do it even. And I'm not a good painter, but I guy, I don't know. I feel like you could mess them up real easy into something else. (laughs) (laughs) So I haven't seen a sculpt from him yet. Who knows what's possible? We're asking you a lot of like, what about this figure? What about this figure? (laughs) But just some ideas from some of our listeners. Johnny at Johnny underscore Marrero wanted to know, are we going to see more Megazords and Ranger figures be added to the game such as Dragon Zord, Ninja Megazord, Grave Zord from the comics, Andros and Tanya. Oh my goodness, those are a bunch of specific people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll find that that I think is the bulk of people want to know is my favorite character going to be in this game at some point. We would love to accommodate everyone and we do want to give you guys more options. Like mm-hmm. we're already talking about more expansions and ranger teams. Rangers I think are the easiest way for us to add more flavor replayability unique things to the game because there's also so many teams right we do have plans for more larger monsters including zords we might have some information that will release by the end of the campaign but we do have megazord and cyclopsis already that's a big battle it's going to have new mechanics so i can tell you to watch out for other things in that vein down the road Okay. We've noticed all of our fans have these really specific characters that they love. I mentioned we're working on future expansions already. Mm -hmm. We are going to give our backers the opportunity to choose which expansion we do first. Ooh. Yeah. Awesome. Like I said, backers only. So if you want to help us choose and pick your favorite Ranger team to release in retail, you have to back the campaign. We'll send out the survey through there. But... Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm like, SPD, lights. Yeah, immediately I'm like, SPD, uh, Mr. Rangers. I don't know if you've been reading the comments on the campaign page, but they're all like, hey, so I have this person. It'd be great if you could include him. We're like, oh my goodness, I love how excited you are. Let me go find out who this is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, let me check Ranger Wiki for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's great. Like, I've learned so much already. One of the questions we have here talks about painting the figures. And I know uh, there was a social campaign on Kickstarter to have an artist, Terry Latorco, Mm -hmm. um, do a painting tutorial. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So Terry is a professional painter and she is really involved in the game industry. She's also super sweet. We're doing a live painting tutorial with her on Friday She's going to walk you through beginning techniques and she's going to be using easily accessible paints because that was a concern. We want you to be able to paint them easily so they're oversized, Mm -hmm. but painting is a big hobby and there's a million different types of brands and colors. So she's going to give you a list of recommendations and it should be fun. Cool. Yeah. As someone who is absolutely atrocious and and all (laughs) thumbs when it comes to trying to do... uh, any kind of model work, painting, stuff like that. I definitely want to tune into that just to make sure I can like have some better stepping stone of like, oh, okay, this isn't as hard as I think it's going to be. No, 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 no. Really, for the Rangers, you saw them in person. We had some painted um, mm. examples of them just to show people like, look how amazingly detailed, like, look what you could have. It's the character. Mm. The Rangers are really just three colors, right? Yeah. If you're doing Yellow Ranger, you need yellow, you need white. 
And if you want to get real fancy, just do some black accents. Well, what I like is that the Rangers are actually molded in their colors. So that pretty much eliminates one portion right there if you don't want to (laughs) fully paint the figure. Yeah, yeah, all the Rangers will be full plastic in their color. We're keeping all of the enemies in a gray just to make it easier Mm -hmm. to see on the board. So like Evil Green Ranger, he's an enemy, so he'll be gray. But Hero Green Ranger will be green. Alpha 5 will be red. Any good character is going to be in their color. Actually, one of our listeners, Gall underscore CM, he wanted to know, I would love to ask him if they'd be willing to paint Kickstarter backer figures, obviously for whatever fee they wanted to charge. After (laughs) seeing their painted figures in person, I would want a whole set painted by professionals. So some Kickstarters do offer a a tier that has their miniatures all painted. We are not offering that. It's just there's so many figures. The logistics are complicated. (laughs) (laughs) And it would be a lot more expensive for backers to have that as a tier. But there are so many professionals that do custom. Like commissioned. Commissioned, yeah. So we can definitely put you in contact with. Steve, who we use for ours, but there's probably someone in your city who will do them and do a great job. Yeah. My friend Steve is really good with painting miniatures. He plays the Star Wars uh, miniatures game and he painted all his figures. So when I found out that these will come, you know, basically ready to paint and I said, hmm, I wonder if I can just kind of say, hey, Steve, (laughs) go ahead. You want to paint these for me? It'd be great. Thanks. Let's talk a little bit about the gameplay. Sure. So we mentioned already it's a board game, not a video Mm -hmm. game. You can play either with multiple people up to six or you can play solo. It's cooperative. So we are all working together as one team to defend the city of Angel Grove against all of the monsters and foot soldiers that Rita Repulsa is sending down. We each have our own deck of cards that gives us a unique fighting style. I mentioned Billy is defensive. Obviously, Jason rallies the team. He boosts up everyone else. Kim, she can do, like, long-distance shots. So every ranger has their personality. That's pretty true to the show, actually. Mm -hmm. And we will be using our cards to fight these monsters. So dealing damage, defending, getting energy that we can all use. It's really true to the episode like a Mighty Morphin episode. What I like and find unique about the game is the combat style. So Mm. as we go to these different locations and initiate battles, each enemy figure in that location will have an attack card. And they're laid out in a row. They're going to resolve from left to right. And rangers get a turn, then an enemy. Ranger, enemy, ranger, enemy. Alternating. Uh, If we manage to defeat an enemy card before it activates, then we basically get another turn will still acknowledge that card and give it a turn, but nothing happens. So mm. it, it generates the feeling of the rangers hitting their stride and, you know, punching a bunch of guys at once. <laughs> Super dramatic and lots of fun. Almost the whole game plays like an episode of the TV show then. It's super true because in each episode you start off with like, this small town problem, then you find the monsters, <laughs> and then the monsters get bigger, and then finally there's a boss. Like, just the drama keeps mounting, and it's awesome. The same thing happens in the game. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so in a full game, you'll start off with just, like, your putties or your tengas, depending on what you're playing with. Eventually, probably around two or three, you will fight a monster. So Madame Woe, Pumpkin Wrapper, those sorts they're really cool because they have their own deck of cards that has um there's eight cards to defeat them you have to defeat four of those cards 
However, each battle, you only reveal three. So this becomes this multi-battle affair. You can't just sneak by them, and it's not a one-hit KO like they are with the putties. It is pretty intense. So to win the game, you have to defeat two of those monsters, mm. and also what we call a master, so the big boss, your Rita Repulsa, your Goldar, and other masters that we haven't revealed yet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in your guys' like, playtest sessions, what is the... I would say average that a typical game lasts. They're typically 45 minutes or up to 90 minutes, depending on your play style, right? Oh, sure. Some people just dive right into the fight. We're all in sync mind-wise. We have the same strategy. We There's no heavy discussion, no infighting. It also speeds up the game if you do multiple battles at the same time because our ranger team might get split up between, you know, Ernie's Juice Bar and Angel Grove High. There might be putties in both locations. Different rangers will go to each. We could resolve those fights at the same time once we're comfortable with the mechanics, and that speeds things along too. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, you're probably going to want to just watch everyone, resolve one battle at a time, see what's going on, and talk about your, your cards and your strategy all together. And how was the learning curve for people that were actually playing at Power Morphicon? How did everyone at Renegade feel that was actually dealing with Ranger fans actually playing the game? Mm, That's a good question. So we're really experienced with teaching people how to play games. But we're used to teaching people who already play games. Mm -hmm. And at PMC, it's a bunch of people who love like what they're seeing in front of them, but have never really played a game before. So we had them jump right in. We're like, okay, you've seen Mighty Morphin. You know how this works. You know you're Jason. You know what you have to do. You're Billy. You know what putties are. They're the bad guys. Let's get them. The mechanics are also really simple. Like, the cards make sense. There's not overwhelming information on them. There's a number that tells you how much the card costs. There's the effect. Once you know the vocab, you got it. So... We would walk players through one round where we basically <laughs> when I teach a game. I'm like, all right, here's the thing. I'm your Zordon. I'm not playing. I'm just <laughs> walking through the situation. <laughs> if you have questions, you can ask me. I'm a resource for you, but I'm not going to fight. Like, I'm not playing. But what I found was after one round, once they got familiar with how combat worked, how to deal out the cards, what the dice did, easy peasy. So I don't think anyone should have any problems picking up the rule book and just jumping into a game. Plus, I think the nice thing, too, is that you had a few video tutorials out there with the cast from Hyperforce playing the game. So if people are, you know, maybe unclear on something, they can refer back to those awesome videos and and see the game being played. And I, I think some people learn a little bit better that way, too. That's true. I'm definitely a visual person, so Mm -hmm. I learn either by doing the thing or watching someone else do it. I know before PMC, people were really confused. Even though we were teasing gameplay and releasing updates with some of the rules, um, having the videos is super beneficial and they're fun to watch. Like (laughs) it's with Jonathan, the designer. So he's walking the cast of hyper RPG through the game and they're playing as their ranger colors and hamming it up. It's awesome. (laughs) That's really cool. We're working with Geek and Sundry to film an episode of Game the Game, which is a really hilarious show, but it's also educational. So it's a game play rules video the hyper rpg playthroughs aren't exactly that like they learn how to play and you get the gist but the game the game episode which should be releasing in november Mm -hmm. that will actually go through each 
rule in the minutiae of each and you'll get to watch the rules happen. So I'd keep an eye out for that. So we have like a a plans for the future Mm -hmm. section and there's a lot of our listeners that were doing some suggestions, but one of the most important questions I think comes from our listener, RJ at anime redneck 96 and he asked, are there any plans to release this mass retail? Is is this only a Kickstarter option? Oh, absolutely. Like, we have the retail tier, obviously. Um, right. We are going to make this game available through our normal distribution outlets. So we work with board game stores all across the world in multiple countries. We've had people reach out to us about localizing it in their own language already. So it'll be available. We're going to release it to our Kickstarter backers first because Mm -hmm. they've supported us and shown their excitement for it. We want to thank them, not only by making the game, (laughs) but by giving (laughs) it to them first. Some of the things on the campaign are Kickstarter exclusives, like some of the expansions and a bunch of the figures. So those specific things won't be released in retail unless your friendly local game store backs the campaign. So I'd encourage them to do that. Otherwise, all of our future content, our expansions, our other things, those will eventually be made available, but just delayed. Sure. So does that mean like any future expansion, will the Kickstarter people be made aware of that first? And be able to purchase that first? I'm just saying, like, maybe, like, a year down the line, and you guys are like, all right, SPD expansion. Mm. Like, something like that. Would would Kickstarter people be notified first or be able to purchase it first? So, how we typically work when we announce a new product, we announce it to everyone and open up pre-orders. So, you can order it through us, through your local store. We likely won't do another Kickstarter for this again. We did Kickstarter because it's a new audience for us, right? We didn't know how better to reach Power Rangers fans than by going through this platform that everyone uses across the world. For expansions, though, we will definitely reach out to our Kickstarter backers to say, hey, we know you guys are excited about this. It exists now. Now you can be excited for real. (laughs) But I don't think there's going to be an option for Kickstarter people to buy it ahead of time before everyone else, you know, pre-orders exist. And it's basically the same thing as Kickstarter. Yeah, because I've never bought a game like this where I've had to paint my own figures, that kind of a thing. Mm. I'm more into typical, like, standard board games. So (laughs) Zach is all into these types of games. So it's a bit of a learning curve for me. But, I mean, I liked models when I was a kid. Like, I like painting models. So that aspect to me is kind of cool. Like, I'm excited to get this in the future just so I can, like, dig in and, all right, well, here's my art project for the weekend, you know? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to do the same thing and have them lined up on my desk. (laughs) It's like when they're done, you don't want to put them back in the box. (laughs) They're so cool just to look at. Yeah, you poured your heart and soul into them. Now you have to appreciate them all the time. Exactly. So there's a bunch of listener suggestions, so I'm just going to throw them out there into the universe. You don't have to comment on them. Speak them into existence. Sure. RJ wanted to know about post-Mighty Morphin seasons like RPM or Jungle Fury. Ed M at CrossXBones underscore AQ wanted to know if Ninjor was in the works for the Kickstarter or for a later expansion. Zero Flame 16 wanted to know about, because you guys did Shatter Grid, wanted to know about Beyond the Grid, which is like the next comic series coming up, or an In Space expansion. Togu Chris, he's a big Zeo Gold fan, so he wanted to know about 
a Zeo expansion with a Hero Zeo Gold minifig, and Sentai 5 wanted to know when SPD was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so 25 years of Power Rangers, there's a ton of material to pull from. This is very true. I can tell you, post Mighty Morphin, that's a definite possibility in something that like I said, fans will have a say in through the survey we'll send out through the campaign. For all of those specific guys, we would love to. I don't think we have any of those in the works at the moment, though. That's the important part. At the moment. Right. So, so keep being excited. Keep tweeting at us. Exactly. And, you know. if, if you want a certain team in the game, you back the game and you fill out that survey with Zeo Gold a hundred times if you need. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Renegade's pretty active in the comments, too, for the Kickstarter, so... We try to be. If any of our listeners back the game, uh, know that Renegade is definitely listening, for sure. Oh, yeah. We all read the comments every morning. Scott tends to post a big, long comment answering all the questions <laughs> he's seen. I'm on Twitter and Facebook. We also have a Heroes of the Grid Facebook group, so you can talk to us directly and just geek out over Power Rangers stuff. Like, most of the time, we're not even talking about the game. I shared a thing in the group this morning. It was like, oh, Billy Cranston's on the Netflix series The Toys That Made Us. That's amazing. So <laughs> we just have fun. We're excited. But we are listening. You can talk to us. We're happy to be excited with you. That's awesome. Steve Martinez at Steve Martinez 90, he kind of made a joke tweet. <laughs> But he wanted to know if Renegade is going to have their own team of Rangers to add to the game. Ooh, that'd be neat. That would be awesome, but we'd all have to be blue. <laughs> I mean, listen, as as someone whose favorite color is blue, I got no problem with an all-blue team. That's... Right. Yeah, that's true. We already, in this in this call, we established that Blue Ranger is best Ranger, so that's not going to be a bad thing. See, these are my kind of people right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, What's fun, though, about the game is that you can mix and match and make your own team. So you can you can make a team that's all Green Rangers. Now that we've unlocked the Hero Green Ranger and we mm -hmm. have the Evil Green Ranger, I know there's a million Tommies, like White Ranger <laughs> Tommy. So you can have an all-Tommy team. People had talked about um, the Forever Red, the all-Red oh, all yeah. Ranger team. That's a possibility down the line. Yeah, and now with Hyperforce being added to the mix, and then hopefully she unlocks, but Ranger Slayer Kim, like the <laughs> hero version, that would be awesome. You could literally make like a Shattered Grid team of different yeah, Rangers. Dude, yeah, that'd be awesome. Anything is possible. Once you own the game, you can play however you want. You can throw the rulebook away as long as you have fun. Mix and match, do whatever you want. So Ethan Hood, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, at N-A-H-T-E-72497 says, yeah, he has a very, very long Twitter handle. It says, not so much of a question, but an idea. If the game proves popular enough, which at this point it might, uh, would there be a possibility of seeing a mobile game around this system? Like you pick a ranger and then you're paired with a team online to face off against an AI. Mm, interesting. So we don't focus on video games, on mobile games, because um, we're a physical tabletop board game company. There is someone else, another company, doing a mobile app called Legacy Wars. So they can probably handle that much better than we can. We're going to make our tabletop game the best thing it can be. But that does sound like a lot of fun. That's, I mean, that's what I want. I want the physical game because I love gathering around with my friends and there's just a certain sort of enjoyment that you can't get anywhere else when you're being social and you're, you're having these adventures with your friends. 
It's super true. That's what I love about the hobby. It's a nice face-to-face interaction. It's hard to replicate. Indeed it is. So after the Kickstarter is fully over with, the target on Kickstarter says July 2019. So is that the target that you guys are sticking with for the retail release and the final game? Yeah, right now we're on track to hit that date. It might seem really far off to some people. Like we're 11 months away. It really does take that long to make a game. Oh, sure. We're still designing and tweaking the rules. Like tonight, the game that we're playing is pretty different than the one we played at PMC. Mm. Jonathan took a lot of the feedback that we got from players, and we're experimenting. We're seeing, oh, what happens if we buff up the putties or if we tweak this ranger's ability? So we have to finalize the game itself, and then the factory has to make the molds for the figures. And we have to print all of the games, which takes a couple months by itself. And that's over in China. So then we have to ship the games from China, which takes another month. Then ship to distributors, we ship to retailers, we ship to backers. So it's a lengthy process, but we are on track, if not even a little bit ahead of schedule. That's awesome. Yeah. And of course, we'll update you if anything happens in either direction. If we suddenly are like, oh, April, we're ready which likely won't happen. Or if we have to delay a little bit, we'll let you know. So we wanted to know, in addition to Power Morphicon, are there any other upcoming convention appearances where people can check out Heroes of the Grid? Yeah. So we just announced a couple days ago that we're going to be sponsoring Ranger Stop, which is a Power Rangers convention in Orlando, Florida. That's happening this November, November 9th through 11th. It's a similar field at PMC where they have special guests and panels and a really exciting board game to play. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. We will also be at New York Comic Con in October. We have a little booth there. And we will be at PAX Unplugged in November. And we'll have the game all three of those. Sounds like a busy upcoming few months <laughs> for Renegade. Oh, yes. <laughs> we're very busy, but we're very excited. And we are very excited for this game, too. I can't wait to get people together and, and play this when it finally comes out. That's awesome. That's what we like to hear. Yeah, we're all absolutely looking forward to release. And I know I'm backing, Eric's backing. We're just so happy to have a quality product like this because it has been a very very long time since Power Rangers has had any kind of presence in the board game market, let alone a quality presence in the board game market. So, oh, that's true. I was talking on Twitter with someone the other day, and they're like, "Oh man, the last board game was all sorts of messed up." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't reply too often, but he w- replied to himself. He started this whole thread detailing all oh the things gosh. he did not like about it. I'm like, "Oh man, okay." We will not make those mistakes. <laughs> we will make sure Black Ranger has an axe and not whatever the heck that <laughs> they gave him in the board game. So is there anything else you want to uh, mention before we wrap up? Anything that we didn't get to talk about? No, I think we talked about all of the super exciting things that we've announced so far. Who knows what we'll have revealed by Saturday? JK, mm-hmm. I know, but you guys don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we've got cool things coming. Tomorrow, Tuesday, is the 25th anniversary of Power Rangers. Yes, Uh, it's Power Rangers Day. It's the best day ever. It's actually National Power Rangers Day. It's an official thing. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing all the announcements from everyone involved in this community. It should be fun. We'll have some things revealed this week. And we have our painting thing on Friday. Just a really exciting time for us. And of course, once this is live, it's our last week of the campaign. Yes. We 
really need everyone's support. Increase your pledge, add on the Megazord, the Cyclopsis 8-inch figures, get all of the amazing stuff we've released. Anything you can pledge is only going to help this game get better. So we appreciate it. Your fellow fans will appreciate it even more because they'll get more stuff to play with. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping that it gets all the stretch goals because I want that Goldar. (laughs) Yeah. You saw him at PMC. He's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's really awesome. Danny, it's been such a pleasure having you on Ranger Command. Can you let everyone know where to find Renegade Game Studios online? Sure. So we have a website. It's renegadegames.com. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can mention us on Twitter at Play Renegade. Facebook, super easy. Just Renegade Game Studios, you'll find us. And Instagram is the same thing. So follow us there. You can chat with me on all of those, and we'll have a good time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Danny, for being on Ranger Command. It's really been awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a fun time. So, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com. Check us out at rangercommand.com. We'll have full links to all of Renegade Game Studios' links on our show page when the episode is out. So definitely give them a follow and support the game if you can. It looks like it's going to be an amazing product and help the game improve and unlock some more goals. It's really cool. Like every time we inch closer, I'm like, come on, just someone push it over. <laughs> Yeah, we all got to pitch in. Group effort. Just like the Power Rangers, so. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Danny, thank you so much. Thanks, you guys. Talk later. Yeah, I want to strike when the ninja steals hot, you know, so. Oh. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is b 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and you are listening to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks. <laughs>